0: You're listening to the Kerry Woodham Mornings Podcast from Newstalk ZB. As you heard before the news, and indeed during the news, New Zealand's gross domestic product fell 0.3% in the three months to September. It follows a revised 0.5% increase during the three months to June. The GDP for June was originally pointed, reported as a 0.9% climb. StatsNZ says all goods-producing industries were down in this year's third quarter, The decline was led by a fall in manufacturing, driven by the petrol, chemical, plastic and rubber sectors. Who knew we even had them still? But there we go. They haven't been expunged entirely from the economy. Transport, postal and warehousing were also down, with fewer goods exported in the quarter. Liam Dan, New Zealand Herald's business editor at large, joins me now. Good morning to you. Hi Kerry. Hi, hi, hi. Hi. Isn't it infuriating when they're so out of date? And I know we've mentioned this so many times, but this has got to change, doesn't it? Well, yeah, I guess, although I
1: think they're cutting back on (laughs) stats.
0: That's true, they Um, are.
1: Look, um, yeah, and and the other thing is you see that revision for the second quarter, which makes us a little bit sceptical about the numbers we get at the front end because the revisions are quite big. But, um, you know, this is the last bit of big economic data for the year, really, and it is um quite significant so i mean you know the, the fact that it's a fall rather than a rise you know the economists had known the economy was slowing we could yes. all feel that yep. so um you know that that bit isn't a surprise but um they had picked around 0.2 0.3% growth um you know as it slows down they'd p- picked the next couple of quarters to be worse um and this is significantly worse. It's a bit like if you think about, you know, trying to pick a sports result. Um, yeah, you've got it right to um, within about five points between zero yeah. point two and zero point three, but you've got the result wrong. So that you know, in a binary sense, it's down when they thought it was going to be up. And um, that is good. what uh, you would say is halfway to a technical recession. Yep. I thought we were going to be arguing about. Um, per capita recession which we're definitely in yeah. um, because of course Christopher Luxon has said and as new governments tend to want to make the point but um, uh, that that uh, he's inherited a recession and, yes. and then you go well technically it's not a recession but we've had such a high rate of population growth because of migration that if you do the per capita numbers um, you know as in individually uh, you know the nation's going backwards and I think this confirms it and um, you know it's it's kind of what the Reserve Bank wanted it's kind of you know part of the script and I guess um, there's two things really one don't lose your job and then hang in there because mortgage rates might come down a bit faster (laughs) so you know maybe this is this is playing through a bit faster and that's not such a terrible thing for the economy but at the front end, um, and we're already seeing it in, um, you know, some of the IT companies and telco companies and, and small businesses. One,
0: one New Zealand announced a hold yeah, yep, on the Yeah, yep. they? they
1: are rationalising. Yeah. So there's there's a certain number of businesses that will feel it immediately. Um, you know, media companies always feel it because yep. of the um, marketing, advertising. Yep. Um, and hopefully come out of it quicker. So that that would be the um, you know, second show before for the Christmas. the uh, last show before the Christmas break. That would be my only the cherry message out of it is um, <laughs> yeah. <you know, laughs> if I can find one, it's that um, can we can we recreate uh, correct this economy more quickly? It it will have the economists recrunching the numbers on where interest rates are going to be. I'm 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 pretty certain they will say that the Reserve Bank, you know, any any of the last vestiges of expectation that the Reserve Bank um, might have had around needing to hike a rate will be gone. Um, and then you know the the money markets are already crunching the numbers yeah. and, and 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 softening. Um.
0: It's interesting you say that because when I was talking to Nick Leggett from Infrastructure New Zealand earlier this morning, I said, "Well, here's to a really good prosperous gung ho 2024," and he went. There was a pause, and Uh, he uh, uh, sort of gave this droll, kind of gloomy laugh, and I thought, well, that doesn't doesn't sound um, good. It's because, you know, it looks
1: like at least the year we're going into to start with, it could be much stronger coming out if if things go well, if the government can achieve some of the things it wants to do um, around, um, you know, tightening up in a fiscal sense, but also uh, getting some confidence and growth back in. does need a bit of a magic wand the economy Um, you know Christopher Luxon has talked about foreign direct investment that sort of thing when you look at um, the things that could really help turn this kind of issue around and the issues with the current account deficit and things it it doesn't look like there's a um, you know a lot coming on the horizon in terms of commodity prices um, for the dairy farmers and, and so on and tourism is coming back very slowly so um, you know, in order to get more money into the country, I think that we might see some uh, some work done on um, you know that sort of stuff. Hopefully, um, but yeah, I think you know, batten down the hatches a bit, um, enjoy the summer, but um, you know, just be prepared that uh, you know it could be could be quite tough for some people. I mean, unemployment's oh, a colleges. weird one, isn't it? Because yeah. you know, so inflation is coming out, interest rates are going to be at their peak, but there might be signs of, of light there. So really it's a different kind of economic stress. It's the, it's the stress that goes on um, earnings for companies and for jobs. And so suddenly, you know, we had a booming job market, suddenly it's going to get tight. And, um, you know, they, they've talked about unemployment uh, going to 5 or 5.5%, which is historically relatively low, but I don't think saying historically low matters a heck of a lot. When you're, when you're the in one. A, yeah, because mm. it's what, what, what's in front of us. You know, inflation wasn't the highest we've ever seen either, but it, it sure did hit people hard. And yeah. so you've got to deal with, you know, everything's relative. And so I think that's... Um,
0: what do you think about um, making the Reserve Bank stick to its knitting and keep purely around the inflation um, goals? Well, I mean, I,
1: this suggests that they, they have. I mean, yeah. I, they, they pivoted pretty hard. And, and yeah. I, my argument has been that, um, you know, Adrian Orr and the Reserve yeah. Bank team there are pretty hard monetarists. They, they tend, unlike... You know, some of the inflation hawks, they've tended to um, use monetary policy in both directions very hard. So they mm. used it very hard as a stimulus thing to get through COVID. And then they've pulled the break back very hard as well. Yeah. Um, and, you know, in a way, we were surprised that we hadn't seen as much of a slowdown because, um, you know, they, they hiked rates faster than anyone around the world. Um, and it was probably just the migration coming in. Now, if you think about the amount of people that have come into this economy and the fact that it's still gone backwards, it suggests that um, a lot of, you know, and you you and I know, the businesses have been telling us this. Um, (laughs) You know, it's been really, really tough. There's been recessionary conditions um, probably for the whole second half of this year (laughs) for many businesses. The numbers don't really mean anything on the shop floor, do they? (laughs) No and there's all these variables like mm. so you know what does it mean you know the economists we haven't had this level of net migration gain ever really um, and so it's very hard to work out what that means does it stimulate inflation and economic growth or is it uh, or, or, or is it um, sort of helping the, the, um, the, job, the job the employers find workers and, and, and removing inflation you know there was sort of a net equation and And finding the answer to that stuff often is quite historic. I mean, it'll yeah. be there's, there's the academic economists will look back through all this in uh, ten years and make sense of it. Um, so yeah, there's a lot to put together when you look out to the yeah. to the year ahead. Um, um,
0: a text that says, <clears throat> excuse me, pre-election activity slowed significantly as people delayed decisions until they knew the election results that may have had an impact in q three there may be a correction in Q4. I think that
1: is a a, a very good point. And and sometimes when it does come off a little bit harder, it it, it bounces again. So it's not necessarily a straight line. But overall, you know, one thing that does tend to hold is that higher interest rates suck money out of the economy. Um, And so that peak of interest rates is going to keep rolling one way or another for the first half of the year. Um, Because, uh, you know, even if the Reserve Bank can't um, stick to their forecasts, it would be unlikely to see them cut um, in the first half of the year. So we're still going to have higher interest rates, people rolling onto higher rates, and that's a, a drag on the economy. Um, so yeah, I think, and, and, and also, you know, of course, we had the, the long coalition talk, so, mm. so the sort of pause into the election, and probably a little bit of a pause afterwards, and then you kind of hit Christmas, and... I don't know. A lot of companies are going to be thinking, "Well, we're, we're taking a deep breath here. We're making sure we've got our debt under control." There is always opportunity. This is the sort of yes. this is you know economic forest fire analogy um, uh, that um, you know it, it's sometimes better to have a, a strong cycle in both directions because it it, um, it you know clears things out, creates opportunity. Um, that's controversial <laughs> and and again, no fun if you're in it. But if you no. if you've got yourself well prepared for what might be coming. Um, you know, out the other side, you know that's when uh, you know suddenly there is opportunity. So I guess you know it's keeping the chin up through it all. <laughs>
0: if you can, absolutely. Yeah. um somebody somebody asks, what is GDP and why should I care? Yeah, well, good
1: question. Uh, <laughs> GDP is everything we spend, do and make um, in the economy, except for the things that we don't count for quirky historic reasons. So, um, you know, P- Marilyn Waring is a former MP turned um, academic who's made a strong case, written a book about the sort of inherent sexism of not counting work in the home, don't count charity work, we don't count um, the black market economy. You know, yeah. there's, there's lots of stuff that isn't captured by GDP and so you can make a pretty good case um for it not being perfect um and not relying on it as a sort of a an absolute um scorecard for the economy but it is still something we've got because you know you've got to you've got to hang on to the the benchmarks we do have and um so you know some people have argued we should be measuring happiness well <laughs> great you know but and 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 well <laughs> yeah. well-being was the, yeah. the last government's mantra um you know, and, and I agree, You know, we should care more about well-being than GDP, but it get, then gets very vague, and if you start...
0: Oh, no, no, start no, 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 we're not doing vague. Yeah, yeah. We've done so, six of so, vague. Um, yeah, no, no, I don't think nebulous, I have to convince you on that. Uh, no, 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 <laughs> no, no. no. So we need somebody
1: <laughs> to crunch the numbers so we can go, well, we were here, yeah. perfect number or not, we would like that
0: number to be bigger. <laughs> yeah, so we need to produce more so we can make more money, so we can... Ensure that we have the right schools and the right healthcare yeah, and the right benefits so. for people who cannot or you know, are yep. unable to. And work. this is the big productivity
1: challenge. This is we would like to produce more, ideally, without working harder because we, we already, already work, work some yep. really long hours. Yep. So it's about being more productive. It's about people in workplaces, you know, investing in the capital to have the tools. It's about more high tech jobs, all yep. that stuff. And, and and look, you know, uh, whatever you know, you think politically. Uh, Christopher Luxon really gets this stuff. It's one of his specialty areas. He's 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 you know I've talked to him about it. He's studied um, a lot of these advanced economies like uh, Singapore and Ireland and, and Finland and wherever else that that, that, that have had been really successful in, in that kind of economic transformation. And I know that's what he wants to do. He he he's up against some conflicting coalition partners there mm. and on either side that he has to to yeah. juggle. What's making it pretty tough, but um, he gets it. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he certainly does understand the challenge. So I think that's heartening and, and he will, um, you know, I guess the new government kind of gets a a, a, a a bit of a blank slate going into the new year. If, if you know, you've, you've got the economy bottoming out, um, he's hoping the only way's up.
0: <laughs> that's the spirit. That's yeah. a bit more optimistic. Lovely to talk with you and it's been lovely to talk with yes, you throughout yeah. the year, Liam. Merry Thank Christmas. you so much for your expertise. Merry Christmas to you. Liam Dan, New Zealand Herald's Business Editor at Large for more from Kerry Woodham Mornings, listen live to News Newstalk ZB from 9 a.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.